Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This podcast is brought to you by... No one. Again, no one. Please, please, someone sponsor the show. This is Toto. Go ahead, Toto. Uh, Michael, I just sent you an email um, with the diagrams where the car should be. Did you receive that? Uh, Toto, I don't uh, access my emails during a race deliberately because I concentrate on the race. Uh, yeah, then you should maybe look at this because there is something with the rules. I'm coming up. We are on... The road. Oh, yeah. Woo! Wee! So, only a couple of days to go until we're actually there. Get excited. Three, two, one, go. On the road to the... Spa. Yep. Yeah. Woo! That's right. We are on the road getting ready for a triple header. Got me blood flow flowing just right, tingling all over the place down there. But first we need to hand the mic over to a man. A man that's received a triple header in Spa last night. That man is Mr. David Croft. Take it away, Crofty. It's lights out and away we go. Once a week, one man emerges from the pit lane to deliver all the news discussion and results of Formula One. Well, that time has arrived. Sit back, relax, for the Park It In My Ferme show. Here is your host, Colby. That is right, ladies and gentlemen, it's your main school. Wee! Goldie, aka the Goldapotamus, lapping up the water from the oasis of Formula One fun happy times to bring you the number one comedy F1 podcast that is out there. But before we get stuck into the show, have any of you seen my film? Have you? I've been looking, it's gone missing, and if you wouldn't mind having a look for it, because if you find it, just make sure you park it on up in there, as it is the Park It In My Firmate show. 
the number one Formula One podcast that talks all the news, opinions, discussions, results, reviews, previews, love triangles, triple headers, insider trades, and more. <laughs> and it's a big show today. <laughs> when I say it's a big show, it's the kind of show that you'd be proud of how big it is. You'd take a picture of it and send it out there, you know what I'm saying? That's how big this show is today. Episode 65 a magnificent specimen, if I do say so myself. And if you've missed the previous 64, head on over to the parkinginmyfermate.com, the number one website out there that doesn't contain some exposed nipples yet. Or better yet, look down at that listening device, that podcast listening device of yours. Yeah, you see that subscribe and follow button? You see the way it teases you? The way it tickles your fancy? And the funny thing about your fancy is it's located on your balls. Well, caress and stroke that button like it was your lover and you've had three shots of tequila. Oh yeah, that's the stuff. Because we've got some socials too. At Parker in my fair bay on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Slide into those DMs like Ted Kravitz slides into some lacy underwear when he is home alone. And I'll give you some of the cult eponymous' finest banter. But on the show tonight, we look at guitar being a possible replacement on the calendar for Australia and how that will impact everything. We take a look at what is the most improved team of the 2021 season and the top five bold, bold, control B in word if you don't mind, top five bold predictions for the rest of the season as well as your stat of the week and more. So you know what you need to do. You make sure you dim the lights real low change out of those jeans and slip into something a little more comfortable my suggestion is that you listen to me naked that's how i like to record it at least bare buck naked get it all out let her hang low just as the lord intended grab a nice glass of vino light some candles and enjoy the show wins the Italian Grand Prix. Oh my, oh my, is that just wonderful. Oh my God. What did you do? What did you do? What? You did Oh my God. Oh my God, guys, we did it again. Oh my God, yes. P1, Pierre, P1. We just won the race. Now, I love a punt. Yes, I said punt. I love to put a few bets on. You gotta know when to hold them. You gotta know when to fold them. Walk away, run. I'm lucky enough to grow up in a country where we can gamble legally on sport and make shitty sporting events so much more exciting. Ooh, ooh, it does. You know, it could be Division 4 women's soccer from Kazakhstan and I'm all over it. Always betting on my nurse Sultan Knight Riders. And if you go against those girls, you've got another thing coming to you. But what we don't do is chase our losses. I mean, our losses can't run forever. I'll catch them eventually. No, no, no. Listen here, listen to Uncle Cooley. You never chase your losses. Well, last year, the FIA sustained some losses, did they? Big time. Everyone did. But they miraculously put on a 17-race season. We mentioned it last week. Check out the episode at parkinginmyfermate.com or on your podcast listening app. We mentioned it. 17 races across 22 weeks. Amazing effort, FIA. And Formula One and all the drivers, mechanics and so on. 
Amazing, amazing effort. It meant that they still lost a lot of money though. A lot of the venues that they would normally go to, they couldn't and big crowds with lots of cash to spend had to stay at home where venues held races with no crowds. We've had a bit of that this year as well. Well, it looks like the FIA saw what they did last year and go, well, that was easy. That was so easy. Let's smash out way too many races. We know we can do it. We'll do it again. This time with more traveling and some crowds. We need to make that money back. We need to chase those losses. We are gambling, hoping that it will pay off. Well, with Japan cancelling their Grand Prix and a TBD already on the calendar, the FIA are scratching their heads as to how they can make it up so they can still make all their money. They can hold as many races as possible and load the stands with crowds and start to turn a profit once more. Sponsors, they need the races to go ahead. They want to be seen on a massive monster TV audience. And they can't do that if there are no more races. So, the TBD left on the calendar by Australia looks like it finally has been filled. Filled like any horny lady around Martin Brundle. Am I right, ladies? Am I right? The MB? Brundle's beauties? <laughs> it looks like the F1 calendar may be heading to Qatar in November. Another Middle Eastern country nestled between Abu Dhabi, Bahrain and Jeddah. A place where it would most likely be a night race due to the temperatures and held towards the end of the season so that the heat isn't too unbearable. But it's another country being added potentially to the calendar which has had some questionable behaviour when it comes to human rights and corruption. Saudi Arabia and Bahrain along with Russia are all currently on the Formula 1 calendar. Next they want to add another country where over 6,500 workers have died trying to build a football stadium guitar for the FIFA 2022 World Cup. Building with poor labour qualities and extreme heat with no safety. Why are we rewarding countries that treat its people and other nations like shit? Why are we giving them the publicity, the racing, the money and the tourism? I can't wait for Germany to cancel and then all of a sudden the Somalian Grand Prix or the Kabul International Airport Grand Prix, not to mention the North Korean GP in early December. I mean, how far away are we from doing that? But let's look at the track itself. Look, come on, stop being so negative, Cordy. Who knows? By the time November rolls around, they might be, you know, the United Nations' best friend. They might be doing everything right, so I've got to stop being such a negative Nancy. Let's bring in that positivity. But let's look at the track. Come on. It's a grade one circuit, yes, which means that Formula One cars can race there. The FIA deem it safe for the drivers. MotoGP have raced there for some time and the layout actually doesn't seem half bad. The LaSalle International Circuit only has one straight. One DRS zone that I could see looking at it. And that's along the pit straight there. But a lot of high speed cornering. It could be interesting. I think it's a circuit that actually would suit Red Bull quite well, but also the Ferraris taking some points there as well. It could, in in a back end of the calendar where so many of those circuits will suit the Mercedes, it looks like this could be a good one for Red Bull to actually claw back some much needed points. 
It would be placed at the back end of the calendar too. So we would go from Qatar to Saudi Arabia and then Abu Dhabi to close out the season. Man, I miss the Brazilian and Australian GPs at the end of the year. I really do, because that Abu Dhabi race can fuck right off the Yas Marina. There are a lot of questions that remain over Mexico and Brazil as well, who are on the UK's red list. Meaning that anyone returning from these places would need to quarantine for a significant period regardless of test results, which obviously is problematic in the middle of the season. And with the circuit of the Americas getting record numbers of COVID cases, it looks like, again, that might be a concern for the FIA. Look, all I'm trying to say is this. Stop chasing your losses. It's okay to lose sometimes. Williams have been doing it for a while now. You don't need to impress us with your 23 race season. You did a really, really good job. You did a good job last year. We all love you for it. Now, just stop gambling. Just swallow your pride. Swallow it like you're a Kardashian in an athlete's bedroom. Just have a 22 race season or a 21 race season. It's okay. It really is. And radio check. It's Friday then. It's Saturday, Sunday. What? It's Friday then. Saturday, Sunday. What? Yeah, it's okay. Hey. Hey. Gather around. I got a little story I need to tell you. I got laid the other night. Yep. <laughs> Your boy got it in. Yes, it, it was with my wife, but it still counts. And you want to know how I made all the magic happen? It was because she couldn't get enough of what I was wearing. I looked sexy. I looked good. She thought I'd lost some weight when really I'd gained about five pounds in the last two days. I had to buy some more paper towels because she was getting that wet for your boy. Because I gave her what she wants. Oh, that's right. Now, give the people what they want. I was wearing that fresh, pimp, retro t-shirt and hoodie. Man, did I look good. They made the sizes go all the way up. They're going big, up to the 5XL for my big husky boys and girls. A hoodie with material so soft that you'll think a cloud was inappropriately hugging you. We got them colors too, black, grays, green, navy, and and, and and other ones. We got them. You know why? You got to give the people now. Give the people right. what they want. We got to give the people what they want. And don't forget that dope-ass Lit Fam crisp coffee mug too. Represent the number one Formula One company F1 podcast with the pimp retro coffee mug. Ooh. Let everyone know. That you are awesome and you love coffee, but you're the best and listening to a really, really cool podcast show. Hey, there's a link in the description or head over to parkinginmyfurbay.com, hit the merch button up the top. We have some new designs coming out over the spa race weekend as well, so keep an eye out for them because you know what I have to do. That's exactly right. I give the people what they want. Well, well, yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't, I can't, I can't, music stop. Charles Leclerc. Leclerc locks up on Sergio Perez. He was trying a move to get second place in this race. Perez comes back at him. Sebastian Vettel comes back at Charles Leclerc. And Charles Leclerc, who had the podium in his sights, has to settle for fourth. 
P4, P4, slow button on. You did a good job. Really good job. No, I did a job. I did a job. Yeah, I did a job. I did a job. That's it. I did a job. I am so sorry to the whole team. I am stupid. As much as in Baku. Congratulations to to Seb. He deserves it. It's not been a, a good year for him. But yeah. Even if I am so of myself he's done a great job and i hope you will enjoy it okay what are we what are we going to talk about next what are we going to oh really really okay <clears throat> let's see who's calling this yes hello yep sorry what week saturday who is this oh george russell <laughs> mr russell how are you georgie boy yeah, no, you've got the Curdlebottomus. Yeah, yeah, I'm recording a show right now. Record- oh, you've got something you want to tell the listeners. Oh, that I'm the most handsome man you've ever seen. Oh, George, come on. Come on now, Georgie boy, Mr. Saturday. Oh, Mr. Saturday night, if you keep that up, am I right? <laughs> and you love the show. Best show out there, number one. <laughs> Pucketinmyfamo.com slash merch. Oh, link in the description. Okay, okay, okay. I'm picking up what you're throwing. I'm picking up. What do, what do you want to tell the people, though? What do you want to tell? Oh. Oh, my. Okay. Well, I'll pass that message on. I'm, hey, good luck in Spa. Good luck in I'm definitely tipping you to um to not crash. How's that? Yeah? Pretty good, eh? All right, Mr. Saturday. You have a good one. Keep your shirt on. Okay. Goodbye. Love you, too. Well, that was... That was the George Russell. He he called into the show. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. I'm taken back. And he wanted me to tell you this, that he was rummaging through the attic the other day. And he found some old hip-hop tapes that he'd recorded of himself rapping. Wow. And he wants to share them with you guys. So get ready for the next episode of Parking in My Ferme. Two days' time, just before... We go off to free practice in Spa. You're going to hear some rap songs from uh, George Russell. He wants to share that with you. I'm excited. Get excited. All right, I was looking through some old school photos the other day, mainly just to perv on some of the girls I went to school with. And did you ever notice that girls you thought were ugly in school actually weren't? And the ones you thought were stunners really weren't anything special at all. Do it, do it, check it out. Go after you listen to this, of course, and then download and listen to the rest of the 64. Look at your old high school yearbooks, high school photos. Check out those chicks that you used to think were stunners. Yeah, not so good. But it's because our preferences change. Our idea of what is good and what isn't, who is attractive and who isn't, is constantly changing. When I was a kid, I liked a girl with boobs. Oh. And I think it was because it was a novelty for girls in school, you know, especially earlier year levels, to have breasts, large, bountiful ones. Because they haven't developed, and that's normal. So the ones with boobies got my attention. Now I like girls with nice behinds. Ooh, a rear wing. Oh, that would make my sectors purple, if you know what I mean. Oh, my. But if you had a nice peach in high school, 
I would just assume you're a fat bum chick and you were gross. Then there were the stunners though. Oh, the girls that were always hot from the start of high school and are still hot to this day. The ones that even if you were to talk to them this day, you would stumble over your words. Think you would be playing it cool? No, no, no. You would absolutely choke. You know what these girls do? You know how these stunners stay stunning? They adapt. It's true. It's true what they say. It takes a bit of effort to look that good. They don't just wake up looking stunning. No, 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 no. They make it look like they do. And that's another secret altogether. You see, these girls adapt. They keep up with the fashion trends. They get all their friends to follow their lead. They have their hairstyle that best suits them for the times. Jennifer Aniston with the Rachel in the 90s? We all wanted to bang her, and there ain't nothing wrong with Jennifer Aniston today. P.S. Watch an old episode of Friends. Why are Rachel's nipples always hard? I, I spilled more seed to her than Michael J. Fox feeding some pigeons. But it's all about adaptation. See, it's the same in Formula One. They've got to adapt. Teams need to adapt to evolve to stay sexy. We saw very quickly what happens when you don't. You go from being the round boobied wonder of high school to being out of it one year later. In 2019, Ferrari had some nice knockers. A chest you would be proud of. So bountiful. But what the fuck happened in 2020? They fell off the radar. They got fat and ugly and changed their fashion entirely. They fell behind and I didn't want to bang them. No one wanted to be there. Seb ran away as fast as he could. Hey, but they turned it around. Oh, 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 yeah. They got one of those 90s Hollywood movie makeovers. And the gross, disgusting chick turned out to be Margot Robbie this whole time. Because the turnaround that car has done this season is remarkable. They are now equal third on the constructors with McLaren. And it looks like the battle is going to come right down to the wire too. From a team that couldn't outperform Haas and Alfa Romeo, their two sister cars, to now being back where she belongs on the table with the popular girls. Ferrari are currently on 163 points. You know what they were on this time last year? 80. And scored a total of 131 for the season last year. With 12 races to go this season, they've scored more than they did the entire last season. People are going to say Williams have improved. Alpine, Alpine have improved. Even Red Bull have improved, and they have. They all have. You're not wrong. But no team has improved as much as Ferrari. And all I'm going to say is that my spank bank is full looking at how sexy and curvaceous that Ferrari is this year. And now... It's time for your stat of the week. I'm a stat man. Formula One stat man. Cody's a stat man. Yeah, stats. Uh, I'm a stat man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Stat time. Yeah. Oh, so much stats. So many stats. I don't know if this intro is even long enough. There's that many stats. Uh, stat, stat, stats. Yeah. Ooh, so many stats. Uh, I'm a stat man. I am a stat man, and I was just very quickly trying to think of one because I'm looking at the rundown sheet and I have not written anything again for stat of the week. 
but I have one for you. How about this? Fernando Alonso's first ever win in Formula 1, 2003, maybe, I can't remember, at Spa. Hey. And with the form he's got going at the moment, could he repeat? I don't, I, I don't know. Probably not, but hey. How's that for an on-the-spot stat of the week? Bada bada bee, bada bada boo. He's a stat, man. Ooh, that was a good stat. No. Yeah, such a good stat. Such a, such a good stat. You know it was. He's a stat, man. Hey, let's go on with the show. Cool, he's pretty cool. Yeah. Stroll crosses the line and he does go pole. 147.7. Lance Stroll is on pole for the first time in his career. Said P1. P1. Yes, boys! <laughs> Let's go! Let's go! <laughs> yes! Brad, I want to hear you say it, mate. That's pole position. I want to hear you say it! <laughs> That's pole position, Lance. Pole position. Let's go! <laughs> All right, boys and girls, it's now time for... Cody's Top 5. That's right, the top five bold predictions for what will happen in the second half of the season. Oh, it just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? All right, we're going to start with a little bit of an honourable mention. And it's probably the most obvious out of all of them, that a driver will catch COVID and ruin it for the rest of them. It's bound to happen. How many times did it happen last year? I know they've probably increased the protocols, made everyone a bit safer, testing every two seconds. But it still happened quite a bit. It still happened a lot. And it's only going to take one of them to get it to really ruin it for the rest of them. I hope the Hulk is ready to replace someone again because I'm excited to see that. But that is your honourable mention because now it's really time to get into the... Cody's yeah, Top 5. Cody's Top 5 bold predictions for the rest of the season. Number 5, Daniel Ricciardo is going to win a race. How's that for bold? Yeah? You think I'm crazy? Probably. But I think it's going to happen. Now, I'm not sure when or where yet. I think maybe Mexico, looking at the remaining races, if there is a uh, race in Mexico. That's if it's not cancelled due to the pandemic. It's a great spot for him. The layout works well with the McLaren, with the multiple straights. And I don't, I don't know. I can just see enough cock-ups by other drivers to see that happening. He will have another handful of races under his belt. He'll be more and more confident with the car. And I'm one of those that aren't concerned for Danny Rick. I'd, I'm not sitting here going, oh, he really, oh, he needs to short it out quick. Smart, that Daniel Ricciardo. No, go fuck yourselves. Danny Rick is fine. Yes, yes. 11 races in. And, and I think people are underestimating just how different that McLaren car is to the Renault he was driving last year and to the Red Bull he was driving a few years back. I believe he will be on top of that beast sooner rather than later. That's my bold prediction number five. Goldie's, Goldie's top, top five bold predictions of the second half of the season. Number four, Russell's going to score more points. Look, let's ignore what happened in Hungary. Because for all that shit to happen, we needed wet weather, Bottas to have a brain fart, Hamilton to be the only one on the grid not wanting some tyres. A lot of shit had to happen in order for both, not Russell, but Latifi as well. And I laugh because it's hilarious for both of them to score some points. But how about we look at some of the previous races, in particular in Austria, both races. 
Hungarian and the Austrian GP, he was setting some blisteringly quick lap times. He looked great in quali, and his race pace was quite solid as well. He's now getting into Q3 without too much trouble. I'm predicting not one, but two more races this season where George Russell will score some points. How's that for bold? That's what I thought. Number three. Cody's top five bold predictions for the second half of the season. Number three, Kimmy. I reckon Kimmy loses his seat before the end of the season. The man has well and truly blessed us on the radio this season. He is in career best form when it comes to communicating with his race engineer. Whether that be not connecting the drink again, pointing out the extremely obvious crash that happened right in front of him, his engineer giving him a simple message that they had a penalty, and him replying, so we're fucked then. And of course, this. Let's see what Kimi Raikkonen touches to lose that front wing. Back of the car, stepped over the line as he picked the power up through turn two. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me, Kimi? Radio check. Radio check, if you can hear me. I need more charge. Okay, Kimi, box, box, if you can hear me. Can you hear me now? No, negative, negative. I can't hear you. But I can hear you now. Yeah, box, box, if you can hear me. No, I can't hear you. No, negative. But your answer is still If you can hear me, Kimi, we will go directly in. Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? I'll hear I hear you. Okay. But there have been many slip-ups as well. Crashing into his teammate in Portugal, crashing into Vettel in Austria, and in an era where a cost cap is going to play a huge part in the championship and how teams operate, Kimi's errors are costing the team significantly. The hobby might be over. Spend time with the wife and the ice cubes and enjoy it, my guy. You deserve it. Number two in... Cody's Top 5. All predictions are going to happen in the second half of the year. Number two... Bottas. He's going to win a fucking race. Oi. We haven't raced at Sochi yet. And I reckon the stars will align sooner rather than later. And Bottas is going to get that race win. We'll take Hamilton crashing out because you know they will force him to give up the position because of it. But I can see it happening at Sochi. We joke that because we got the iconic footage from last season where he won and celebrated by himself. But he performs quite well there. And I can see him getting another consistent race there and his first and only race win of the season. That's bold prediction number two. Bottas getting that win. Number one on... Cody's top five. Cody's top five bold predictions for the second half of the season. Number one, George Russell gets to drive in a Mercedes before the end of the season. In a race. Exactly right. At the end of the season. I imagine the championship will have been decided up front. I hope I'm wrong. But I'm not going to be because I'm the fucking cool diplomatist and I'm always right. Mercedes will be announcing that Bottas is fucking gone, he's out of there, and they will give a drive to Russell before the season is over. Probably at the Yas Marina circuit in Abu Dhabi. He will put on a fucking show. So, they're my top five old predictions for the year. With the honourable mention going to COVID, one of the drivers catching COVID and fucking it for the rest of us. Danny Rick's going to win a race. Russell's going to score points in not one, but two races before the end of the season. Kimmy's going to be kicked out of his car before the end of the season. Bottas is going to win a race before the end of the season. 
George Russell will get to drive that Mercedes in Abu Dhabi, if not sooner. How's that for? Cody's Top 5. Cody's Top 5 bold predictions to happen in the second half of the season, if you don't mind. Vroom, vroom. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're on the road. So close. Only a couple of days away. Get excited. Oh, yeah. Three, two, one, go. On the road to Spa. Yep. Yeah. That's it. We are on the road and we're so close. We've got a huge show coming up in a couple of days where I will predict everything from every session that will happen in Spa. Oh, it's it's the race of the year. Everyone likes going to Belgium. Everyone likes going to Spa. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. Oi, I heard it's raining. I heard it's raining. Get the brillies out, boys. Get the brillies out. It's going to be an absolute clusterfuck of a race, and I cannot wait. But, oh, what else? Oh, I think George Russell wants to give us a little rap song uh, next episode as well. So that's going to be very interesting to hear. Um, see how I um, do that. I mean, George Russell does that. Also, once again, guys, thank you so much for stopping by and listening to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss out on an episode. We will be getting back to some more regular uploading schedule here. The old Tuesday-Friday routine starting, well, hopefully uh, this Friday and then Tuesday next week. Um, follow on the socials at Parking My Firm, my Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. I'll be sitting back waiting. Come slide into the DMs. I'll be there. Arms open. Ready to catch you. And of course, as always, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Podcast Network.